step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception... And at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict that's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby when you have health insurance it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs that can be a lot of money but are your bills accurate well it's estimated that over 50 percent of medical bills contain errors HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Are you being influenced? If you've watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. We are 32 days out from the midterm elections. We are in the middle of a 17-state, month-long campaign bus tour. And we are coming to you from sunny Las Vegas. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is brought to you by Field of Greens. Back in the day, people grew what they ate. Fresh vegetables and fruits were the core of their diet. It's what they ate. But as Americans became busier and busier, now we eat pre-made, processed, fast food. You know, the easy stuff, but not very healthy. Definitely not the six cups of veggies and fruits a day. But let me tell you about Field of Greens. 
Field of Greens is packed with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics. This is what we need to stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. You'll have more energy, you'll look and feel healthier, and it can even help you lose weight. Next time you're at the doctor and they compare your old lab work to your new lab work, I bet the doctor will tell you you crushed it. Join me and take Field of Greens. And to help you get started, I got you 15% off your first order and another 10% off when you subscribe for recurring orders. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code CACTUS to collect this deal. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code CACTUS. Welcome back to Verdict with Ted Cruz. I'm Michael Knowles, Senator. Excellent to see you in person. You are looking very good and awake and energetic for having been on a 17-state bus tour. Well, I'm having a blast. So we're on day seven of the bus tour. We started in Texas, Tomball, Texas, which, which is just north of Houston. Did a big rally with Wesley Hunt, who's going to be a new congressman, a Republican, elected from there, West Point graduate, African-American, football player at West Point, great guy. We went from there down to the Rio Grande Valley. We did three rallies down in the Rio Grande Valley with three congressional candidates. We did rallies in McAllen, Harlingen, and Laredo. All three congressional candidates, all Republicans, all Hispanic women. I think all three are going to win. Huge packed out rallies down in South Texas. We went from there to New Mexico, did a big rally in New Mexico. We went from New Mexico to Arizona, did two rallies in Arizona. Seemed to sort of light up the Internet. I, I, you know, I've seen bits and pieces from the tour, but your appearance in Arizona really seemed to uh, explode. Very exciting candidates in Arizona. It, it was fantastic. So we did in New Mexico. We were with Yvette Harrell, who's running for reelection. She's fantastic in New Mexico. In, in Arizona, we were with Eli Crane, who's a Navy SEAL. The guy's a badass smart, principled. He's a warrior. He's going to win, defeat a Democrat. And then we did a rally with both Blake Masters and and Carrie Lake. And I got to say that lit it up. She's going to be the next governor. And I, th- I think Masters has a real shot at winning that Senate race. And, and it was those events were packed. And now we're here in Las Vegas. We're doing a rally here tonight. Uh, with with Mark Robertson and Sam, uh, Sam Peters, both running for the House here. Both have a real shot to beat Democrats and get elected. After Nevada, we go to Utah. Then we go to Missouri, Kansas, Iowa, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, back up to Michigan, back up to Wisconsin, and we close it out in Texas the day before the election. I'm exhausted just hearing that (laughs) schedule. That's outrageous. And I do know we've been on the road together many, many times. I do know whatever stop you're at, whatever the event is, whether it's a verdict live tour, wherever, you are never the one to say, okay, we've all got to go home. I'm too tired, guys. Uh, You you stay up very, very late. You keep on going. Well, as as long as you feed me with scotch and cigars, I'm (laughs) I'm happy to go as long as you like. And, And I have to note a couple of milestones. Number one, this is your first time in Vegas. This is my, uh, shockingly, I love gambling. I love, you know, staying out late and getting up to no good. I've, this is my very first time. And I didn't realize they have slot machines in the airport. Oh, yeah. And, and by the way, we are filming. This studio is unique. That We are filming in a studio where I guess they train showgirls. <laughs> Like, I, I know I went to the restaurant. That's why it looks familiar. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, l- l- yeah. like there's, yeah. there's, you know, there's mirrors all along the walls. And, and I, you know, I kind of feel like we ought to be wearing sparklies or something. Mm-hmm. Well, that could be, I guess that that's a thought for the, for the next stage <laughs> of verdict. And actually, speaking of the next phase of verdict, there is 
there is huge news that's yep. come in, and yes. it's come in very, very recently, and it's part of the reason that I wanted to fly out here. It's really, really good news, and it's a little bit of bad news, but I think we should let the audience in on it. So here's the really, really good news about Verdict has been a bootstrapped operation from the very beginning, starting in a basement in D.C., you know, uh, not on one of the major outlets or a major podcast or radio network, and just really bootstrapped and fun and largely independent. So an offer has come in from iHeartRadio to take this show to a huge national audience. It's already, obviously, at a national audience on podcast, but on Uh, radio stations, on terrestrial radio. iHeart has a gigantic network. iHeart can fund the whole thing, fund production, dump a whole bunch of money into marketing. This is incredible. It will make this show sustainable, not just for the next few months going going into the midterms, but for the next years. The only bad news is, from the very beginning, as as much as I love this show, it's been my moonlighting job. Because my day job is over there at the Daily Wire, and I've been uh, very graciously loaned out by the Daily Wire to do this show. And because the Daily Wire is a different podcast network, and because I have a radio show on a different radio network, if Verdict is to move into this next very sustainable, exciting, energetic phase, it will have to be without me as part of it. I certainly will be coming back around, maybe coming to a live events, coming around as a guest. But I, it is, I think it is very, very important that this show remain sustainable. This show has never been about me. It is Verdict with Ted Cruz. It's been an amazing ride. We took it to number one of all the podcasts. <laughs> Ted Cruz became a bigger podcaster than Joe Rogan and stayed there for a, for a actually pretty decent period of time. Yeah. And so I am, I am really very excited for this next phase with iHeart. And there's a great broadcaster from iHeart who's been in the business forever, who's been a friend of mine for many, many years, who is going to come on and fill this seat, and that would be Ben Ferguson. Should we bring Ben on? Ben, can you come out here? All right. <laughs> How are you, sir? Welcome. Good, Good to, to see you, see Mr. My Ferguson. Friend. How are you? Two guys that usually get to hang out in Tennessee all the way in Vegas. Welcome I, to your, your maiden voyage, as it, they say. It is a little strange, you know, to have senator from Texas, a broadcaster <laughs> from Texas, a broadcaster from Tennessee, who only ever sees you in Tennessee, in Tennessee. and for some reason we're in Nevada. Just well, ha- it's, it's a strange world of politics and welcome, bus tours. That's right. So now the last time, Ben, that I saw you, I, uh, it was, it's a little blurry, actually. It was about one in the morning. At, <laughs> there were cigars uh, involved. There were cigars, maybe a Angry few liberals. <laughs> yeah. Angry liberals and Politicon, mm-hmm. if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, we were at some honky-tonk yeah. down there in Nashville. But uh, since then, and for the, the handful of people out there who might not know who you are, what have you been up to? So I've been hosting my radio show, uh, syndicated show, podcast, and uh, and raising three boys. Uh, that's uh, what I say. I shouldn't say it that way. I'll get in trouble with the wife. She's doing the majority of it, and I'm paying some bills. Is that a better way that's of putting it? Yeah. That's good. And uh, yeah, so I mean, uh, it's Ben, just... I don't know why that's the case. I, I raise my daughters all on my own. <laughs> Heidi has nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's, that's a man that has decades right there of experience. He knows okay, how to pull that you got to understand, I'm in real trouble because Heidi listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that state 
statement. My phone is going to ring while she's, she's listening there. to it. I already know how much that mill's going to cost and where you're going to end up taking yeah, her in Houston. Yeah, yeah, like I'm that's just that, that's that's going to hurt. Yeah, that's going to be worse than losing at the roulette table this week. I can <laughs> promise you that. So, so yeah, so I've just been doing that and uh, doing a little more TV and getting to hang out with this guy. So it's been good. This is very exciting news, also because you guys both live in the same town. Yeah, you live yes. in Houston. So you know, I mean, obviously this deal came up relatively quickly. We're heading right into the midterm elections. So we wanted to make sure that this kind of, the, the ink could dry, you know, as quickly as possible. Well, this but, thing for the podcast is, is just a big damn deal. Yeah. Um, iHeartRadio is a monster. It's got 850 stations across the country. And so this was something, this was not something we were out looking for, but, yeah. but they came and, and they saw what was happening on this podcast. They saw the work and the incredible viewers and fans and, and, and engaged uh, viewers we have all over the country. And they said, listen, we want to take this podcast to the next level. We want to reach, we want to promote it across our 850 uh, stations. We want to promote it across our podcast. And listen, iHeart is, is the network that, that work and built with, with Rush Limbaugh and, and, and helped him build into, into the greatest ever. Uh, and that works with folks like like Hannity and Glenn Beck and yeah. and Clay and Buck and Jesse Kelly. You know, there, and, there's a coincidence actually. Right before my show became syndicated to terrestrial radio nationwide, I got one last uh, little opportunity to to be on a different radio network. And it was when the president of iHeart called me. It was in the last days of Rush Limbaugh's show. It said, Michael, would you like to host Rush's show? And I said, oh my gosh, this is a dream come true. Yeah. I would love to. I said, I've got this other radio contract that's about to be inked in like three days. But yes, that would be that would be just the greatest thing in the world. And so I know the reach of iHeart yep. is just yep. phenomenal. It's going to be fun. And I think you talked about it being a big deal. I think get, getting to expand it to three days a week, yep. getting to talk more breaking news and having people not have to wait once a week to get it. And you wonder if it's, you know, was it dated and when was it done? I mean, we're going to be able to break news, talk about breaking news and give people your point of view instantly. And I think that's so important now. People are hungry for that. I yep. mean, you've seen it, whether it's your podcast or mine or, or radio. I mean, people want to go around the mainstream media yep. to the people they trust. And there's a lot of Americans that are going to be introduced, I think, because they're going to hear this promotion. Oh, Ted's got this podcast. I'm in. I want to hear this on a regular basis, basis and make it a part of their day. And I'm, I'm excited to, to, to get to expand that with you and reach more people and hopefully, ultimately, which is what you and I, we started. We talked about this in Nashville. You and I do this because we want to change hearts and minds. You do what you do yep. for the same exact reason. And the more people we can have listen to what we believe in, why we believe in it, why it makes sense logically, it's been my life goal. My mission field is politics. I've yeah. said that for years. I started when I was 12, as you know, and, and started in TV. Bill O'Reilly when I was 17. And, and that's my mission field. And I, I look at where we're going as a country. I mentioned earlier, I've got twin boys are three and I've got a six year old and I'm terrified of where we're headed. And that's kind of given me my second wind in my career, I think to say, okay, are we gonna leave this place better than it was when I got to grow up? And right now it's not, right? If you looked at the clock and you look yep, at the issues yep. and you look at what's happening, but there's also things exciting that's happening. And that is you're seeing 
parents are getting involved in their school boards. You see police officers are now getting the backing again from society with crime that's out of control. You have people that are starting to understand like this deficit that we have right now is a massive problem. And and you see people dealing with inflation, the highest in our lifetime. And, And so these are, I think, a palette of issues that if we can hear from the center more often, it's going to change more hearts and minds. And so that's why I'm super excited to, to get to partner with you and do this and to, and to keep the torch going that you guys started. Because when you started during impeachment, it was unbelievable. I, I, and you guys, I don't know if everyone knows this, but the story of how y'all started this and at what time of night you oh, started yeah. it. Like when you said you were moonlighting, you weren't lying earlier. <laughs> uh, during the first impeachment, right? We yeah. got to right. clarify which right. impeachment mm-hmm. we're talking right. about. But when you guys started this, and I remember listening and thinking, this is something that's missing from the market. And that was a conversation that was missing. And being obviously a fan of yours, I remember the first time I ever had you on my show when I was hosting in Dallas, when you were running the impossible campaign yep. yeah. uh, against the richest guy, the do hurt, you can't, you can't touch him, you can't, you know, this is an election that's already tied up, it's done, and you came out of nowhere and, and, and proved all the experts wrong. And, and that's, you know, from that moment on, I was, I was hooked. Well, I will say this. It's interesting that you use the phrase hearts and minds. As, as both of you guys know, I'm obsessed with what we got to do as conservatives is we have to connect with people's hearts and minds. We've got to reach beyond the people watching Fox News. We got to reach young people. We got to reach Hispanics and African-Americans and suburban moms. And, and it, it has been amazing. You know, looking back, it's been two and a half years since we started this podcast. We started it, as you just noted, Ben, it was on the very first day of the first impeachment trial. We're on the Senate floor till midnight, one in the morning, jumped in a truck and headed over to a basement studio. <laughs> it was dingy. I think we had the same uh, crappy carpet. carpet. That's right. <laughs> yeah. and, and it just started like walking off the Senate floor. Let's talk about it. And, yep. and it went from a standing start with zero viewers, zero downloads to... Within days, we, we shot to the top of the charts. And, and I, remember, I remember that first night. We're sitting down there. I've never done a podcast. We didn't know how to do this. And we're talking about it. And we were talking about, all right, what would success look like? <laughs> and I remember we talked about, okay, if we could break into the top 100. Yep. That'd be spectacular. Which is, by, Which the is way, by the way, to this day, still yeah. an amazing accomplishment if you even get there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would have, I think we were speaking not even realistically. We were, yeah. we were thinking that's actually, that would be an ambitious goal. Yep. And then what was it, four days later? And, and then we like boom into the top 100 and then we're in the top 10 and then we climb <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 4, 3. And we're sitting there going, holy crap, could you imagine if we get, and then boom, number one, as we kick Joe Rogan out of the, out of the spot. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. And we've done now, we've done 145 shows. That's we've so had- cool over 50 million downloads of this podcast and every single week we beat cnn's morning show <laughs> right and right. so that has been that's always been the mission that's the of bonus it. structure right yeah. that's what you get as your bonus structure <laughs> you get to beat cnn every week that'll make you wake up and do the show that's right but but now with 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 iheart stepping in to distribute and promote yep. the reach is going to be that much broader and i think that's really exciting because this was always about really equipping our listeners. If you're going to battle to save the country, if you're going to take on the cultural Marxist, if you're going to take on the socialist and the people coming at everything that built America, you need the tools, you need the information, you need to know what's going on. 
And the vision of this podcast was always, we're going to give you as much of those tools as possible so that you're prepared and you know the inside story. And, and so I couldn't be more excited about this next step. It is sad. You know, Michael, you and I didn't know each other very well when we started. That's right. Um, we have become very close friends. We are remaining very close friends. You know, I will note, you know, when you started, you were, you know, an uptight young whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And for the 145th podcast, I'll just say right now. You're in Vegas. We're in Vegas. And for the first time ever, Michael Mm -hmm. Knowles is not wearing socks. So he's loosened up. You got some skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I will tell you, so when we cut, when Ben was walking out of here, we cut the camera scene. And I I will tell you, Michael was adjusting his... uh, adjusting his microphone is, uh-huh. and he proceeded to undo his belt and I'm like Michael Ben's coming do not drop your pants yeah, when Ben the first time is, he walks onto the podcast set I was told this is Las Vegas yeah, I was told Vegas. what happens in Vegas <laughs> stays I know, in Vegas that was okay that you're right no it's true I have now loosened up uh, apparently to the point of political scandal uh, but it, it has been really I mean the show to to your point has really grown and it's loosened and it's changed and we've gone on the road and we've done all these great things. And it's so important too to continue to hit new and new audiences. And yep. so we, you know, we've cultivated this really, really large, wonderful group of listeners and now moving over to, with the show moving over to a different platform, that's going to give us new listeners. With the show moving to terrestrial radio in some cases, that's going to give you an entirely new demographic. And, and Michael, listeners. I'll make a promise to you right now that, that, that <laughs> even though neither Ben nor I went there, mm-hmm. we will continue to make fun of Yale. You know, I'm really pleased. That's not going that's, to end. That's going to be a consistency. That, 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 that's part of my bonus structure they gave me, was that I get to make fun of Yale on a regular basis. The first time I ever went, I went to Harvard Kennedy School right after the 04 election. Yeah. And I walked up, they asked me to speak, and I worked on the Bush campaign. They were doing a retrospect of that campaign. I walked up there. It's a big room of people, and I walked up. I was younger, and I just didn't say anything. Yeah. And the room was just kind of quiet, and I did, didn't say anything, just kind of looked around and got to the point where, on purpose, it was a little awkward. And I leaned down, and I was like, just want to savor the moment. There's no chance in hell I could have gotten into this place, and now you're paying me to speak. <laughs> and the room died laughing. I was like, I may never get to come back, but I'm going to enjoy this moment <laughs> yes. right here, right now, where the Ivy Leaguers jokes on you, and I got paid. That is, <laughs> that is magnificent. It was fun. Well, you know, to this point, before we go, I mean, before we sort of let people go and there will be a whole new phase of verdict, I do have to ask you guys. We've got a United States senator here, been on the campaign trail constantly. We've got a lecturer at Harvard Kennedy School, for nah, goodness sakes. Put it on the resume, right? That's right. Where do we stand 32 days out from the elections? I, I, I still think it's going to be an historic election. I think we're going to retake the Senate. I think we're going to retake the House. And, but you still think we're going to retake the Senate? Um. I put the odds of the House at north of 90 percent, and I think there's a real chance we have a big majority in the House, 30, 40, 50 seats. Um, The Senate, I'd put the odds at about 65, 35. Uh, It's not a great map. And and if I were to predict my prediction right now is we end up with 53 Republicans. Okay, because previously you had said 60, 40. I've gone back and forth between 60, 40 and 65, 35 a month ago. Two months ago, I was at 65.35. A month ago, I was at 60.40, and I'm back to 65.35. So okay. it, it, it did turn a little bit south about a month ago, and I think the, the momentum has turned again. Um, I think we're going to win, win a bunch of seats. This bus tour is designed uh, to do that. Ben, what do you think? 
I, I tend to agree with you on this. I think that you're seeing a really last minute shift. And I've noticed it on my show with callers. There is a real level of stress for the American people right now with the economy. I just was yep. in California. Yep. You're seeing $6, $7 gallon gas. The new records. You know, new records. You see a president that is just draining our strategic oil reserves, and there's no way to not talk about now how low they're going to be come Election Day. You see what OPEC has just done. And you're starting to see the housing market switching very quickly. Uh, we just sold a house, for example, and the and the real estate agent said, "You're lucky you got out when you did, yep, yep. because because I think if we if this fell through and we went right back on tomorrow, it's a desert." He said, "It is. We've not seen anything like this." He said since '08, and and I think people are feeling that yeah. stress, and I think the closer, unfortunately, and I, and I hate this, but the closer we get to election day, it's getting worse, not better. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the president can do anything at this point or the Democrats to somehow convince you, oh, no, really, it's going to yeah. be OK. Oh, it's going <laughs> to no. be fine. Don't I, believe I, you're lying. Yeah, I, I really yeah. think people are feeling it now. Small businesses are feeling it. I'm a small business mm-hmm. owner. We're seeing it. We lost money for the first time ever last month in our restaurant. Food costs skyrocketed. Labor costs are up. And people are feeling it. And we'd never experienced that before. The accountant called and they're like, hey, you guys lost $6,600. Wow. And when you hear that and you see it and then you start saying, what do we do to fix it? I think that's the conversation America's having. So I agree with you. I think the Senate is definitely, in my opinion, I think it's more than I think it's probably even more optimistic than you are on that, because I think people are having these conversations right now. And I think that's going to be the only blessing in disguise is we're going to get a change in leadership and we're going to get to go back to, to fiscal responsibility and, and go back to what was working, and people are willing to, to listen to that idea now. Well, and when you talk to candidates, so we're here in, in Nevada. Um, I think Nevada presents the number one best pickup opportunity for Republicans in the Senate, Adam Laxalt. Adam is a terrific guy. He's a close yeah. friend. He was attorney general here in Nevada. His grandfather was Paul Laxalt, who was the governor and senator uh, from Nevada. is a legend in this state. He was Reagan's best friend in the Senate. His grandfather was. Um, and, and Adam is pretty consistently running three, four points ahead in the, the polls. That's been for about a month he's been there. And, and it's interesting, you, whether you talk to him or congressional candidates all across the country, the Democrats everywhere have just gone all in on abortion. Every ad they're running is abortion, 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 abortion. And, and I've been, been pointing out, I said, look, of course they are. What else do they have to talk about? Imagine for a second, God forbid, all right, Ben, you wake up tomorrow, you're Catherine Cortez Masto's uh, campaign manager. Yeah. Now, she's the incumbent Democrat from Nevada. What are you going to talk about? You can't talk about the economy because the economy has gone to crap under Biden. Right. Inflation is horrible. By the way, Nevada has the second worst inflation of any state in the union. Uh, gas prices are through the roof. Mortgages have tripled. Um, you certainly can't talk crime, murder rates, carjacking rates, all the crime rates have skyrocketed under the Democrats. And you sure as hell can't talk about immigration because the southern border is at the worst spot in 62 years. What you're going to talk foreign policy? Isn't it great we surrendered to the Taliban? Isn't it great that all of our enemies are going well? Isn't it great that we have the first major war in Europe since World War Friggin two? All no. of this happened under Joe Biden. So if you're a Democrat, what do you talk about right. other than fear monger on abortion and scream abortion, abortion, abortion. But look, I think people care about kitchen table issues and what affects their family, what affects 
literally putting the food on their family as people are having a hard time paying the grocery bills. CNN admitted this yesterday. They said, you know, I forget which commentator it was on CNN said, you know, I'm, I'm really surprised that abortion consistently ranks so low in people's priorities. And if you've been paying attention to public opinion polls for the last um, 30 years, you would know that that is the case, both both pro-abortion and pro-life. How does a watch show 30 years? You know, well, it's yeah. an amazing that's, complication. That's an impressive timepiece you have there. That's right. <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it's just not, even if you're, we're all very pro-life, obviously, we maybe do vote on abortion. We are kind of outside the norm, you know, and the same is true for people who support abortion. It's just people vote on the economy. They vote on safety. They vote on crime. They vote on education. They vote on all these things that, as you say, Senator, the Democrats are just completely dead in the water on. And so there, there is just a limit to what they can message. There about. was a joke that happened, and you may remember after Donald Trump left office, it was like, I could really use 250 gallon gas in a mean tweet right about yeah. now. Yeah. There is when that came out, that first one kind of hit and it turned into all the issues like, you know, I really wish I could I could use some police officers right now and a mean tweet. It is so all encompassing of this election right now. And it, it, there's there's ideology and then there's reality. And it's easy to be a, a liberal and be, to, to, to sing these kumbaya moments and and the and, you know, defund the police. And what do we want dead cops and when do we want them now? Until you see the crime come back, until you see the interest rate skyrocket, until you see the unemployment numbers. And when these things start to happen, I, I, it goes back to that mentality, right? I could really use some of what we used to have. And I think that's the opportunity here. And, if the, if, 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 and you've seen them on the road. It, I think the Republicans are focused now. Conservatives are focused on these issues and talking about them. And that's going to be a huge difference on, on Election Day. So I was in Arizona yesterday. We're in Nevada today, Las Vegas. Driving over to the studio, I pulled up Drudge on my phone. Two stories on Drudge right now. A professor at University of Arizona shot and killed on campus. I'm like, crap, we were there yesterday. Wow. And today, Thursday morning, it's Thursday afternoon right now, Thursday morning, there was a mass stabbing in front of the Wynn Casino here in Las Vegas. <laughs> Not at two in the morning, Thursday friggin' morning. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about... You want to talk about real crap, like, like yeah. people... You know, what was it? Uh, Northern California, you had some lunatic with a samurai sword cut a woman's head off. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that That is uh, a, a, a real threat to people when they look around their towns and their cities. They say, you know, crime is up. Police protection is down. There's been defunding of the police abroad, as you mentioned, the first major war in Europe since World War II. There is a lot of uncertainty out there, I think, uh, Personal security, national security is, is really going to be at the forefront. If of you're ranking minds. things to be worried about in America, it used to be beheading didn't make the list. Yeah. <laughs> and and now are mass stabbings. Yeah. And now you have these things that are starting to happen in broad daylight yep. in this country. But where were they saying defund the police? Las Vegas. Yep. Yep. You had people campaigning off of it. I mean, you look at California and look at the crime there. You look at even in Memphis, Tennessee, a place that is a, a was defund the police 
and you saw this horrific murder of this of this runner, Liza Fletcher, there. Yeah. Uh, and, and you see that happen, and now you see what the changes. You had the governor that had to come down to step in just to talk to the people because you had a liberal Democratic mayor there. You have a liberal city council that still is refusing to fund the police. They are literally 1,200 police officers down from where they're supposed to be wow. in a town like Memphis, which is the second most dangerous city in America, and they are refusing to even change things as simple as saying, okay, to get more cops, you can live outside of the county. Yeah. You can live right across in Mississippi or Arkansas. You know where Memphis is. And the Democrats on the city council are saying, no, you have to live here. And they're saying, we can't recruit enough police officers with these ridiculous, arbitrary ideas that you guys have put on us. And people are starting to realize this is now life and death. Yep. And, you know, Michael, Ben insists that they, they know how to make barbecue in Memphis. I, I just... <laughs> it's I, true. Uh, <laughs> believe it's true. it when Come I see it, down. I guess. Yeah. Well, the... Speaking of all these places around the country, the tour is going to continue on. The show is going to continue on. I think there's going to be a ton of energy behind it. I cannot wait to see this next phase. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait to come back and visit wherever, somewhere around the country here or there. It's going to be wonderful. It's in excellent hands with Mr. Ben Thanks, Ferguson. Sir. It's in pretty good hands with uh, Senator Ted I, I'll Cruz. try not to screw it up. That's good. That's good. It's going to be wonderful, guys. I can't wait. And so for the last time, from this chair, it has been truly one of the great pleasures and honors and privileges of my life to start this show with you, Senator. I'm getting choked up. I'm getting mushy. Michael, you're a gentleman and a scholar, and the kindest thing I know how to say about you is Yale did not fully screw you up. <laughs> That's how, how sweet. How nice. That's so sweet. It's Put really that on a t-shirt. <laughs> my time with the verdict. That's right. It's uh, it's really wonderful. Cannot wait to see the next uh, steps. For the last time from this chair, I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is being brought to you by Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC, a political action committee dedicated to supporting conservative causes, organizations, and candidates across the country. In 2022, Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC plans to donate to conservative candidates running for Congress and help the Republican Party across the nation. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Ben. hollywoodtakeover.com slash Ben. 
Ben Ferguson here, and if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. And I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investments to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit Labrador Energy. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more now at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today.